What's good, what's good, it's your boy B-L-A-K-K-H Sitting here in Lynchburg City today uh, Weather's not too bad out there So I may get a chance to get outside and wash this car, man uh, Quick question while I'm talking about washing cars Does anybody know, like, what's a good substance to use to, uh, like, clean your rims? Like, my rims are, if I'm correct, alloy I think they're alloy rims and I was just, you know what I'm saying, any type of suggestions as to <clears throat> what type of uh, cleaning solution I sh- should use to uh, clean my rims with, man. I'm, I'm certainly open. Uh, I did, I have basically what I have on them is like a hard, harsh water sparks. You know what I'm saying? I guess it comes from the rain or whatever. I'm not sure, but man, it does. It has that dull look to it. And I was trying to clean them yesterday, but it was hot. I was like, you know what, fuck this. I just threw everything back in the trunk. And I was like, man, some other time. <laughs> what is happening, that, man? It's the weekend, and this is uh, this is going to be the season finale, season three finale, and I'll uh, definitely start up season four uh, next week. Uh, don't forget, you can always catch my live podcast, Six Sense Live on Castbox at uh 5:30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and uh yeah you can catch that daily uh you can also you know catch uh my uh anchor episodes on Castbox so what I'm trying to do now is that what I'm trying to do uh trying to get my son to do who happens to be like the technician around here and everything so I'm trying to get him to where he can upload my live content from Castbox to anchor you know what i'm saying because i know you know everybody has a busy schedule and i'm noticing that a lot of my fans still follow me on anchor more than you know they do on Castbox. i'm getting a whole new uh set of fans on Castbox, but i really want my you know what i'm saying the ones who've been with me my a1s from day one that's basically what i'm saying so i want my a1s from day one to rock with me on Castbox as well but I understand that a lot of you guys have jobs and, you know what I'm saying, may not be able to tune in at 530. You know what I'm saying? So basically what I'm trying to do is uh, get him to upload the uh, the CastBox Live uh, episodes and upload them to Anchor. You know what I'm saying? And then that way you guys can have both of them on Anchor if you so choose. But yeah, man, aside from that, uh, just jump right into the topic of the day or one of the topics I would like to discuss. And that's the Governor Cuomo clears New York schools statewide to open citing low coronavirus infection rates. Now, before I even really get in that uh, story, I'm quite sure you guys seen the video already of the young girl who... uh, was taking video of, of like in the state of Georgia where, where they didn't lock down anything. So they're back to school, you know what I mean? And she showed how the hallways was crowded, like none of the kids had on uh, masks, you know, and it was impossible to social distance. And uh, the school actually suspended her for that. You know what I mean? And like, like this, like, this shit is crazy, man. Me personally, I am. I don't think kids should go back to school. Now, the New York schools can bring children back to classrooms for the start of the school year. Governor Andrew Cuomo announced Friday, citing success in battling the coronavirus in the state that once was the U.S. heart of the pandemic. 
The Democratic governor's decision cleared the way for schools to offer at least some days of in-person classes alongside remote learning. Students will be required to wear masks throughout, throughout school day. Now, everywhere in the state, every region is below the threshold that we established, Kumo said during a conference call with reporters, if there is a spike in the infection rate, if there is a matter of concern in the infection rate, then, then, uh, then we can revisit. Now, I have a problem with having kids in school. I damn sure have a problem with having kids in school with masks on for six plus hours a day. Now, nowhere else are you gonna are you required now at work, you know what I mean? Like now I work with the mask on eight hours a day. You know what I'm saying? But that's that's making a living. That's something totally different. You know what I'm saying? I just don't feel like, you know what I'm saying, kids should have to go to school with masks on because you're asking you're asking hundreds, thousands of teenagers to be responsible. Now you have hundreds and thousands of adults who aren't responsible when it comes to a whole, the whole wearing the mask. So why would you look for hundreds of thousands of teenagers to be responsible enough to do this? Guys, do you really want to get rid of the coronavirus or don't we? Like, we have to make our mind up. We have to make our mind up. You can't live in a normal society why this pandemic is still spreading and why America Americans is pushing the envelope they are pushing the envelope the, the cities the states opened up entirely too early I'm looking at a video where you have uh, uh, owners of a gym basically breaking into their own building going against the rules of New Jersey when it comes to you know, non-essential businesses. You know what I mean? And these people are getting fined $10,000 a day. So if grown people don't get the fucking message, why, why are we going to put this heavily on our, the youth, the, the, you know, the generation up under us? Why are we going to put that kind of responsibility on them? Knowing damn well. Even, even if they wore masks at the school in Georgia, did you see, if you saw the video, did you see how crowded the hallways were? Come on, man. That's real talk, man. Everywhere in the state, every region is below the threshold that we're, we're I'm sorry. Many New York schools districts have planned to start the year with students in school buildings only a few days a week. You know what I'm saying? While learning at home the rest of the time, Kumo said individual district will decide how to instruct students. More than 1 million public school students in New York City, the largest district in the U.S., had their last day of in-class instructions on March 13th, just as waves of sick people were beginning to hit city hospitals. All schools statewide were closed by March 18th. Now, they're going to do this thing in Mexico where they're actually, so that you don't have to worry about Internet access and things of that nature, they're actually going to uh, broadcast teaching on the air. They're gonna have te- they're gonna have the cameras set up, I guess, in the classrooms or whatever, and have the teachers teaching, and it's going to air on the local channels, on the local channels in Mexico. But America is supposed to be the smartest people. 
we're supposed to be number one. And here we got the Mexicans right there. Say, you know what? We're going to have our teachers on TV, live on TV at certain times during the mornings. Can't get no fucking smarter than that. Jeez. Jeez, people in the United States, man. I swear. It's crazy. It's super crazy, man. It's super crazy, and I don't understand why. You know what I mean? But me, as I said earlier, yes, I am opposing kids going back to school. If you guys feel the same way, you can hit me up with an anchor voice message. Or, you know, you can just hit me up on Facebook or CastBox where I do Six Sense Life. Now, a power outage leaves the uh, large swaths of Manhattan in the dark. Now, Manhattan has went through this shit kind of several times, man. A power outage cast darkness across large swaths of Manhattan early Friday as tens of thousands of people in other parts of New York City were still without electricity in the aftermath of the tropical storm Isis or is it Storm Isis? I don't know. A spokesperson for the Consolidated Edison said Friday's blackout started at around 5.13 a.m. in Harlem, the Upper West Side and the Upper East Side, and affected about 180,000 customers. The outage lasted about a half an hour, he said. Another 5,000 customers lost power in a separate outage in Queens. The cause of Friday's outage wasn't immediately known. Subway service on several lines were affected. Crews have been working around the clock to restore power across the city after the tropical storm battered the East Coast earlier this week. More than 60,000 customers in the boroughs of Queens, Staten Island, and the Bronx were still without power Friday, and Con Edison says many of them won't have electricity until Sunday night. Now, that was a, <clears throat> this storm here, uh, tropical storm, Asiasis, uh has uh, caused major flooding, uh, Particularly in the Northeast, man. I saw a video. It was somewhere in New Jersey, man, and like it was, it was every bit of like three plus feet of water. You know what I mean? And I didn't know that, uh, you know, I had left left Manhattan in the dark and shit like that, man. So that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Especially you know a city of that size. You know, being in the dark, one can only imagine how the muggers and everybody else. <laughs> You know, was ready to prop. Well, I'm glad there was no reports of anybody getting mugged or hurt or anything like that. So that's a good thing. You know what I mean? So, uh, I, I heard that the stimulus package, the stimulus checks or whatever, was supposed to be, I think, August the eighth, if I'm correct. But uh, nearing the end of a second week of debate over the next stimulus package, White House and Democratic negotiators continue to look for common ground. But we're very far apart, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said Thursday evening, following talks with the administration of officials on the bill. As the discussions drag on, the date you could receive a second stimulus check will also get pushed back. When you would receive that new payment depends in large part of when the two sides reach an agreement. To cut time between passage of the bill and when the first wave of new stimulus checks could go out, U.S. Treasury Secretary Stephen Munchen I'm sorry, said the IRS could start printing stimulus checks the following week after a deal is sealed, which would beat the 19 days it took for the federal agency to send out the first stimulus payments after the CARES Act was passed back in March 1st. I'm sorry, back in March. I could have then out immediately 
Munich said. My thing is, man, why does it have to be all of this negotiating? Okay? You you saw what you did the first go around. Like, America don't have, like, what they don't believe in plan B's or some shit? You know what I'm saying? It's almost like a plan A fails. America just says, fuck it. And just scrap shit. You know what I'm saying? Y'all sitting here, you know what I'm saying, debating over, you know, whether or not you should feed the American public or starve the American public. That's how I look at it. You know what I'm saying? A lot of, like I said, a lot of people were looking at the whole stem. I mean, the, uh, the 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 CARES Act as far as the unemployment. You know, a lot of people had negative shit to say about it to the point to where Congress started to say, well, it, you know, it's uh, you know, we're paying people to stay home. Hey. That's y'all fault. <clears throat> we didn't ask. We listen. We weren't protesting and saying, "Listen, give us unemployment, give us six hundred dollars extra a week." We wasn't. We, we didn't. That, that's y'all came up with that shit. You know what I'm saying? And furthermore, if some of these major corporations were to pay more money, then maybe people wouldn't feel the need to say, "Hey, I make more money sitting on my ass collecting unemployment as opposed to getting up and going to work." You got a lot of jobs out here that pays the bare fucking minimum. The bare minimum. And a lot of them is manual labor jobs. I really was pissed at a lot of the social media bullshit that I saw about people who was receiving the 600 plus dollars. Yeah, the stimulus. Well, now, now it's yeah. Uh, what what is it now? It's it's uh yeah. The, the unemployment it ran out. I saw one page, one post. The unemployment it ran out. Before you go to the uh pawn shop, just understand that I buy games and toys and all of this kind of crazy shit too. You know what I'm saying? Picking at people that was receiving the unemployment without even knowing. Now you know. I mean, were there people saying you know fuck it? I make more money doing this sitting on my ass as opposed to going to work yeah and perfectly fucking fine it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure it out i'm perfectly fine with it if i have a thousand dollars in my right hand and a dollar bill in my left hand in all likelihood your ass is gonna pick that thousand dollars that's in my left hand why because it's more if i have an eighth of marijuana in my left hand and an ounce of marijuana in my right hand and you smoke marijuana and I ask you to pick one, in all likelihood, you're going to pick the ounce. Why? Because it's more. So if people is drawing unemployment and they're getting eight, nine, thousand dollars a week as opposed to $360 from a fucking check off a job, which one do you think they're going to take? The one that pays more. Not rocket science, people. It's reality. Coming up on the sixth sense, I'm going to talk about Kylie Jenner, Canada hitting back, all this and much more. You're listening to your boy Blacker, and this is the sixth sense. So, as I was saying, uh, before I even go into the other subject, yeah, I just want to touch on the whole. You know the unemployment situation a little bit more because <clears throat> excuse me because for one you know you had a lot of people out there who was working jobs to where they were in close quarters with other people you know what i mean a lot of people actually 
a lot of people are actually scared of this coronavirus okay and because of that they're taking the necessary steps to make sure that they are safe and anyone that's in their household is safe okay you have people who think that this coronavirus is bullshit and to those who think it hey to each his own i've taken notice throughout uh watching shit on the news you know a lot of people who were poking fun at it or saying that it wasn't real ended up catching it you know or someone that was close to them ended up catching it you know so it is that there you have it you know so check it man Kylie Jenner tucks in her her thigh-high stockings into the sharpest white pumps I really don't know why I'm reading I'm reading this story to you guys but she stays in the limelight I bring the news so I guess the both goes hand in hand. However, Kylie Jenner's outfits get bolder and bolder by the day. The beauty, the beauty mogul continues to streak a matching outfits with her best friend, uh, Anastasia. I'm not going to even try to pronounce the last name. Karini. I'll just leave it at that. Today, in coordinating mini dresses, while Kylie's friend donned a black number with matching black tights, Jenner opted for a glowing all-white combination of long-sleeve fitting Form-fitting dress and thigh highs, semi-sheer stockings. Both media personalities paired the outfits to colorful $400 bucket hats and chain bags from Prada. Now, uh, is she really a billionaire or not? I'm not sure if she's really a billionaire. I've been told the reports that said she was. I think Forbes said she wasn't. I'm not sure, but the one thing I am sure is is that she is the richest Jenner, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> and probably the richest Kardashian as well. Uh, has anyone ever seen Kylie before she did uh, love the plastic surgery? And it's sad, man, because she she was a victim of uh, pedophilia as well because she was dating the guy Tiger when she was 16 years old and Ky- Tiger as we all know was in his early 20s so she was subjected to uh, you know pedophi- pedophilia as well you know what I'm saying and in, in, in Hollywood society and I won't stay in on this long I talked about this subject on my live uh, podcast the other day when it comes to uh, pedophilia and stuff like that but uh, yeah, she was a uh, a victim of that. They can call it whatever they want, you know. But she uh, she has a very big uh, makeup line. She is uh, one of the richest, what twenty year olds by far, you know what I'm saying? And me personally, I don't think she had to use do all of that uh, plastic surgery. But you know, when you are a sister of the Kardashians, you know you have to look, walk, act, and. Uh, treat yourself as one you know what I mean but nevertheless uh, a pastor Trump pastor ignores city orders to headline Las Vegas rally uh, of hundreds you know what I'm saying this is the shit I'm talking about once again people uh, people always want to ignore ordinance and all that kind of shit man when it comes to these masks and things of that nature I don't get it but nevertheless, she did. Did anybody, uh, by any chance, read the Mary Trump book? I know I didn't take a, I didn't, I didn't uh, attempt to read it because I knew she wasn't really going to say anything in there that was that would be that eye popping or ear catching. You know what I'm saying? I was more, I was more uh, 
worried about the whole John Bolton book. I wanted to read that shit, to be honest with you, and I still haven't had a chance yet. And, uh, yeah. But a sad day in uh, E! Entertainment, man. So E! News is canceled after 29 years on the air, man. I can't believe that. The entertainment news show launched in 1991 was canceled in response to the economic fallout from the coronavirus pandemic. A representative for NBC Universal confirmed that CNN business in an email. In addition, E's seven-month-old celebrity news show Pop of the Morning and In the Room, a celebrity interview series hosted by Jason Kennedy, were also shared. The show's demise is part of the long list of changes being implemented at E! News. Parent company NBC Universal on Tuesday, the company announced that it is planning on cutting its staff in response to the economic hardship brought on by the pandemic. And that's crazy, man, because I, I used to love E! News, which I'm quite sure a lot of you guys used to love E! News. And uh, to hear that, you know, that's just crazy, man. That was, that was one of the... Uh, I, I was watching that, like, way before, like, TMZ and shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, E! News was the shit if you wanted to hear about, you know, your entertainers and your pop stars and things of that nature, man, you know what I mean? Uh, Juliana Rancic was, like, one of my favorite anchors, you know what I mean? Uh, quite a few people, I, I, I don't really know too many other anchors, she just, she's just one of them who came to mind when I got to thinking about this here. But yeah, man, E! News is uh, no more, and, you know, I don't think anybody's going to cry over it, you know what I'm saying, or lose any sleep on it or anything like that. But yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a done deal. And I just want to let you guys know that all of the topics that I speak about on my recorded live, uh, my recorded anchor podcast, Six Cents, is totally different than the cast box. I do not speak about the same subjects. All, all the subject matters are different. And, uh, yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there. So, listen, Judas and the Black Messiah is the is the most chilling trailer I've seen in a long time. And I'm here for it. So, they got this new movie coming out, y'all. In case you hadn't heard, Warner Brothers has an upcoming film called Judas and the Black Messiah. Set in the 1968, Judas and the Black Messiahs is based on the true story. It follows charismatic activist and chairman of Illinois' chapter of the Black Panther Party, Fred Hampton, and his eventual betrayal by the FBI informant, Will William O'Neill. So this is going to be a, this, this right here is going to be a real good movie. Me personally, I think so. Uh, you know, I've been a big fan of uh, Black Panther's movies and things of that nature the first one i saw was uh i think they made it, it was i think they made it back in the maybe 90s or 80s or something but you know it was based upon the time with the excuse me with the black panthers had originated and stuff like that man and 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 uh it's crazy because you know like our black people you know our heroes get infiltrated you know what i'm saying by the government, you know, by jealousy of our own kind and things of that nature, man. And uh, it's just sad, you know what I mean? It's just sad. And our story, you know, it's, our story is starting to be told on the main, on the biggest platform possible, you know what I'm saying, which is a good thing. And movies like this have to continue to be made. You know what I'm saying? And it's not so much 
it's not so much a so black people don't forget where they come from. No, 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 no. It, to me personally, it no longer has anything to do with that. These movies need to be made so that the white audience can be educated. You know what I mean? You know, it, you know, white people they go to the movies like crazy. You know what I'm saying? They, they, you know. And the thing is, is that I want people to understand that you have white people that are interested in these kind of movies. You know what I'm saying? And and that's a good thing, you know. But uh, as far as the vast majority, they need to be educated on these things. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm just glad, you know, that movies like that. And they also have a movie that's going to be coming out. I'm, I'm, no, no, no. It's not, I think it's going to be a series. And it's going to be on uh, Amazon Prime. And the series name is Cracker. You know what I'm saying? And it basically goes... It's basically slavery with a twist. Y'all know what the twist is. I shouldn't have to uh, actually say it. But, yeah, it has a twist to it. And, uh... Yeah, it's 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 going to be very controversial. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's going to be very controversial. And, you know, it's going to get a lot of negative feedback. I'm, I'm expecting. But, you know... It is what it is, man. So check this out. Oprah Winfrey sets up a billboard, sets up billboards outside of Louisville, Kentucky for Breonna Taylor, which I think was a real good thing, man. So uh, after honoring Breonna Taylor by featuring her on the cover of Oak, the Oprah magazine, Oprah Winfrey is now getting dozens of billboards set up around Louisville, Kentucky, demanding justice for her. Taylor, a 26-year-old emergency room technician, was killed at the hands of police who shot her in a no-knock warrant in her Louisville home on March 13th. Her death sparked fury across the U.S. and gave rise to several demonstrations. You know what I'm saying? And the billboards demand that the police involved in the killing of Taylor be arrested and charged. They feature the URL for the website for Until Freedom, a social justice organization set up to address systemic and racial injustice. So uh, that's a good thing, you know what I'm saying? About time we start here. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've heard Oprah's name associated with something good in the news. You know what I mean? So... You know, and I, I, I forgot to speak on it because I did bash Oprah. You know, I'm not sure if it was on uh, the Anchor podcast or a cast box when I did it live. But I remember bashing her and, uh, you know, about, you know, those girls being kidnapped in the uh, school in South Africa and being sex placed in the uh, sex, sex trafficking. You know what I mean? So, you know. She put Breonna Taylor on the cover of O, which I did see that. It was a beautiful picture, by the way. She was a beautiful young lady. And, uh, you know, then she's putting up the billboard, man. So, you know, but when it comes to a person like Oprah and all that money that she has, I just think, you know, and maybe this is just me being selfish, but I just think she can do a hell of a lot more. You know what I mean? That's just real. But I guess, like the old saying goes, you got to start from somewhere. And, you know. I guess she did that. So, Amar and George Clooney donated $100,000 to the Lebanese charities in the wake of the Beirut explosion. And that was a good thing. My thing is, uh, the French president wants to help Beirut, but at the same time, he don't want to, you know, 
give blank sand blank checks because he basically we were saying was like if the people themselves don't trust the government then why the fuck should i you know what i'm saying so george clooney i hope that the hundred thousand dollars went to some good use as far as this bombing here so uh in a statement obtained by people magazine the couple said that they hope to give back to the lebanese community which was ravaged at the massive explosion that killed at least 135 people and injured at least 5,000 on tuesday uh, we're both de- deeply concerned for the people of Beirut and the devastation they've faced in the last few days. They said in their statement, three charitable organizations were found are providing essential relief on the ground. The Lebanese Red Cross, Impact Lebanon, and uh, Batna Baytac. You know what I mean? They added they will be donating $100,000 to these charities and hope that the others will help in any way that they can. So, you know, that's 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 that American patriotism. You know what I mean? You know, and, uh, but people must understand that George and Amal is going to get that money back next year in their taxes. But, uh, aside from that, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to poo-poo on what they did, man, because this country... You know, is in in, in, in uh, the brink of collapsing. You know, they already had a bad economic system due to the pandemic. You know what I mean? And uh, they were f- facing all types of crises before this explosion. You know, and uh, it's just a sad situation that that shit happened over there. I'll speak more about that on my live podcast today. But uh. As always, man, I want you guys to continue to wash your hands, continue to practice your six feet distancing, your social distancing, continue to wear your mask, whether you want to or not, it saves lives, and uh, continue to love one another. Don't forget, you can still donate if you would like, just go to the uh, support page in Anchor, and if you would like to donate a dollar or five bucks or ten bucks or whatever it is that you can afford to donate, Please feel free to do so. And don't forget, you can also hear my Sixth Sense Live episodes on CastBox, 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time daily. On that note, I want to thank y'all for listening to your boy B-L-A-K-K-A. As always, it's been a pleasure. Till next time, peace.